0: This is Josh Bond from Rock Recovery.
1: And this is Angie Meadows. And today we are going to do devotions at the back of the detachment book. And the devotion we're going to do, Josh, is on fickleness. Mm. Do you know what fickleness means?
0: I do now. <laughs>
1: it's the opposite of being faithful. faithful. yes. Yeah. So if you're faithful to a friend, you're not going to be like in and out, in and out, in now. Yes. You're not going to be like rejecting them when they're not doing what you want them to do. You may back up. You may set up a lot of strong boundaries, you may be firm, but when they come back around you're going to be there. Does yes. that make sense? Yes. So are you plagued with fickle friends?
0: Learn to use your senses to discern the intent of a person's most motives. Learn your motives and why you react in certain situations. Listening to your motives in relationships.
1: So do I need them financially? Uh, so if you need somebody financially, you may not really love them. You may not really care about them. You just may just be playing them. Yes. Yep. There you go. Keep going. Do you hang
0: on to friends because you have more of your investment to their success than they do?
1: Hmm. Oh man, I've done that. I'm like, I've really invested in them and I want them to succeed, but sometimes I want it more than they want it. Yes. So I got to back up and give them the responsibility for their own success. Yes.
0: What would it cost you to move on?
1: Sometimes to move on away from somebody that you know is not got your best interest at heart will cause more drama, more chaos, more confusion, more heartache at first before you can actually find the peace. Yes. Does that make sense? It's hard to unentangle yourself from toxicity.
0: Are you staying for any other motive than love for them and yourself? Hmm.
1: And, you know, it's okay to stay if you need to stay uh, for the children, if you need to stay financially until you can get things lined out, if you're not being physically violently abused. But yes. if you're being abused, it's not okay. Uh, you, you, can, you can do what's best for you. You can save yourself. You can get out of this.
0: Is this a healthy or toxic relationship?
1: Hmm. So think about um, the closest relationships you have, are they toxic? Are they healthy? So here's a fake friend evaluation. Number one,
0: do you find that in your, if your actions please others, they hail you as a hero?
1: Hmm. So what happens if I disagree with them? Yeah. <laughs> are you free to say no? Number two,
0: but if you say no or disagree, you could be verbally stoned.
1: <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you could be bashed around if you have your own opinion. Yes. Uh, number three
0: are you allowed to have your own opinion yeah
1: look at that I know these and I haven't even read them (laughs) (laughs) look at that so I want to be able to have my own opinion I want to be able to disagree I want to be able to have a voice and if I'm in a relationship where I'm not allowed to have a voice then their identity may be being pushed on me to the point that I get very small Yes. And now I've I've lost me, and I'm just walking on eggshells, trying to appease them. Does that make sense? Yes. It may not have started out that way, but that's the way it becomes if you're being dominated. Number four.
0: Are you allowed to be yourself and have your own personality?
1: Oh, look at that, I did it again. <laughs> Number five. <laughs> Are you
0: dominated, controlled, or manipulated in any way for someone else's gain?
1: Mm. Number six.
0: Can you be carefree and comfortable and know you are loved even if you say something stupid?
1: <laughs> so if I'm just rattling and I'm just getting rid of my emotional toxicity and my husband's going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> uh, you know, I can, I'm can. i carefree, I'm comfortable, he's only half listening because he knows yes. I don't need him to fix it and I don't need him to take it on uh, as something It's about him. It's just I just need to hear myself speak, speak yes. this and I need to get it out. So it doesn't come out some uh, toxic way in me where I'm not um, being emotionally exaggerated in some other form or being carrying (laughs) that bitterness. I just need to get it out. So when you have carefree relationships, you can say stupid stuff. Yes. And they know your heart. Yeah. And they know that it's not meant the way it come out. You know how
0: they call it skim reading. Well, men have this thing. It's called skim listening. You know what I mean? (laughs) Did you hear what I said? Yeah. We have to go to the store. Like, no, before
1: that. <laughs> no, well, you shouldn't have changed well, subjects three yeah, times. For real. <laughs> Which one? Uh, <laughs> so uh-huh. I want you to be carefree and comfortable in relationships where you can you can talk. Yeah. And they love you enough to let you talk and not hold it against you and not change who they are because you're feeling a certain way, but to really just let you have those feelings and get them out. Yeah. And when you can be carefree with somebody and they know your heart, they know that, that you love them, they're not taking it personally. Uh, they're not flipping your words they're not manipulating with you they're not throwing it back in your face later on they know it's exaggerated and once it's out it's gone <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> does that make sense yes now you're in a healthy relationship okay
0: they can
1: vacillate
0: vacillate very quickly between the two opinions depending upon which can which way the wind is blowing
1: so yeah if you've if you're with a fake friend they can love you one moment and hate you the next yes
0: the person you have offended can quickly incite a riot against you. Ooh. <laughs> this often happens behind your back when they stir up the minds of others to be evil affected against you.
1: Yeah, they'll triangulate others to um, validate why you should have let them dominate you. Yes. And because you didn't, because you fought back, now you're the bad guy. <laughs> no.
0: In one situation, the unbelieving Jews stirred up persecution against Paul and Barnabas. The scripture says...
1: But the Jews who refused to believe stirred up the Gentiles and poisoned their minds against the brethren, Acts 14 too. So others can stir people up against you yes. if you don't agree with them. Yes. And so if you've got a fake friend, then you know when you put up that boundary, you're going to have a fight on your hands because they're going to triangulate other people in and they're going to poison them against you. And a lot of times people stay because of that, Josh, but I think that's going to happen no matter whether you stay or whether you go. Yeah. It's just depending upon the timing, whether it's going to be now or next month, you know yes. what I mean, or next year. Okay.
0: In one situation, the unbelieving Jews stirred up persecution against Paul and Barnabas, the scripture says. But they shook the dust off their feet against them and went to Iconium, Iconium, another city, and the disciples were filled with joy and the Holy Ghost. Acts thirteen fifty one and 52.
1: Did you hear that? Did you hear what the what the skill was that Paul and Barnabas had? When people were being taken, other people, and poisoning them against them, instead of them taking that on, being anxious, being fearful, being full of depression and self-pity, they just shook the dust off their feet. Yes, And when they did, the Holy Spirit filled them with joy, and they went on and did their work. So sometimes you have to let go of people in one hand so that you will have the people in the left hand that maybe are... Are quieter, but do need your help and are ready for your help. Yes. Does that make sense?
0: Yes. The, op- uh, the opposite of fickleness is steadfastness and dependability. So be like Paul and Barnabas, who were steadfast in the Word of God. Whenever you find yourself in the presence of fickle people, remain steadfast.
1: Instead, shake the dust off your feet and find friends who can be steadfast. Yes. Now here's a fickleness evaluation. Now, this could be evaluating yourself, whether or not you're a fickle friend, or evaluating one of your friends. Number one.
0: Double-mindedness.
1: Um, all in. No, never mind. I'm all out. Yes, you can go ahead and do that. Yeah. No, why did you do that? I didn't want you to do... Okay. Yes. Number two. Wishy-washy. Number three.
0: Saying one thing and meaning another.
1: Oh, yes. You just go right ahead. I just love you so much. Oh, never mind. I hate you so much. <laughs> Keep going. Number four. Saying I
0: agree when I disagree. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I find myself doing this. I find myself doing three and four when I'm in the presence of people I'm wanting to please. Yes, and and I'm dominated by them. I'm yes. doing both of these things. I'm saying one thing, I'm meaning another. I'm agreeing when I really don't want to. Dis- when I really want to disagree. So if you're in relationships like that, back up. Okay, number five.
0: Gossiping or slander in another. Number six. Lack of commitment. Number seven. Immaturity. Eight. Lack of goods. Good role models. Yeah,
1: go find your good role models. Yes. Number nine. Lack of patience. Number 10. Selfishness. Mm. So these are just a few behaviors. You can add your own. I want you to start thinking about what, what fickleness you have in yourself that you want to get rid of. And one way to do this is to read the Proverbs every day. You will become wise and understanding concerning the behaviors of others. Read through one proverb a day corresponding with the day of the month, take one verse and write it out and ponder it during the entire day. And as I do this, then I can find wisdom and then I develop a skill called discernment And with that discernment, I can discern what's in my own heart. I can hear it. I can hear, I can listen to my words. I can listen to my inner thoughts. And I can hear, I can discern what's in my heart that needs healed. Does that make sense? Yes. All right. Well, that's our lesson on fickleness. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Josh, you want to pray us out of here?
0: Um, Yes. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we just come to you humbly, Mm -hmm. God. And uh, just ask you to look over all the people and let their ears be open so they can learn something from this, God. Uh, Let their minds listen and soak it in like a sponge, Father. Uh, We just ask you to look over us and all of our ways and help us help our words reach the people that need reached. And we just, first and foremost, we just want to tell you we love you, Father. Mm -hmm. In Jesus Christ's name, amen.
1: Yes, Lord, and let us go to higher ground, higher above our circumstances, higher above our negative emotions, higher uh, in the heavens with you. And we just love you in Jesus' name. And this is Angie Meadows.
0: And this is Josh Bond.
1: And we'll see you next time.